0: Seattle real-time housing market updates. I'm getting information from Chicago and many other metros about the same behavior. What is going on? Let's talk about credit card delinquencies and overall mortgage delinquencies. How about Adam Newman trying to buy back WeWork? Wouldn't that be a total 360 moment? We could talk about New York Community Bank Corp. Can anything be done to save them? We've got Lots and lots of earnings reviews to look at. When I'm looking at these earnings reviews, I'm really trying to get insight into the consumer. For me, everything hinges on the consumer. So we will talk about plenty of earnings announcements. And uh, we'll talk about what Fed uh, Governor Neil Kashkari has to say about rate cuts. Most importantly, stay tuned for the end of this video. I'm going to make an announcement about Friday, February 16th, especially if you are coming to Vegas, you're going to want to know about this. All right, let's get into it. Let's go to credit card delinquencies first. You have undoubtedly heard from many folks, including myself, that credit card balances have eclipsed $1 trillion and they are at record highs. But what is going on with credit card delinquencies? First, if you really wanted to position it negatively, you would say something like credit card delinquencies are up 50% year on year. Again, percentages are one of those things uh, that you have to look at and look at what is going on. Uh, again, the percentages are always interesting. Uh, consumer debt in total... Uh, is up to $17.5 trillion, um, 17.5 trillion. this is according to the New York Fed. It's up 1.2% in the quarter and up 3.6 for the year. The thing that you and I should be watching is, thanks again to Melody Wright, we need to be watching serious delinquencies. Serious delinquencies equal 90 days late, that's, that's the metric. So, serious delinquencies up up to 6.4%. That is an increase of 59% year on year. Now, if you were to look at all of the debt, including mortgages, so not only personal loans, credit cards, cars, things of that nature, overall debt is up only to 1.42% over the last 90 days. Last year, it was 1%. So again, last year 1%, this year 1.42%. You could say it's up 42% in total. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, now let's talk about mortgages. A lot of folks wanna talk about mortgages, including the wonderful Melody right? According to uh, the New York Fed, serious delinquent mortgages are up to point, point, 0.82. So folks, not even 1%, point eight, two. Now, in fairness, this is up a quarter of a point from last year. So again, if you wanted to, you could come out and say things like, serious delinquent mortgages are up 30%. That would be technically accurate, but also obfuscate or hide what is really going on. We are still below trend. We are still way below 2006, eight, whatever year you want to pick. But yes, serious delinquencies are up. They do bear watching because that's where I think we will see pain. But in reality, they are 0.82% of total, up 025 from last year, so up, but still below 1%. How about Adam Newman? Man, when we started this channel all those years ago, it feels like we almost immediately started talking about WeWork. Now, I don't think it really did until 2019. WeWork, obviously, was that company that went out and released, uh, leased Class A office, and then rented by the foot or the room. It took off, and then the pandemic happened and the IPO fell apart and Adam was removed or ousted in 2019. Ultimately, they did go public and they just declared bankruptcy in 2023. So, what is going on now? It appears that Adam is trying to buy WeWork out of bankruptcy. Now, in fairness, he could be one of several bidders, but I do find it odd that we might go full circle with WeWork. So, more to come. And again, the re- one of the reasons WeWork went bankrupt, a reason they went to bankruptcy, was to wash out all the bad leases. So, if you could go in and you could pick up the class A, the good stuff, and dump the bad stuff, not maybe not a bad strategy. So, there we go. All right, let's talk about, let's just talk about a wave of earnings announcements. Uh, First, we'll go back, we'll go to Snap. (coughs) Snap is interesting because we've seen Facebook and others report good numbers. (coughs) Excuse me, still fighting this cold. Snap reported um, a revenue miss, they lowered expectations. And get this their management blamed the Middle East conflict. If you've been looking at SNAP for the last six to eight quarters, their executives seem to blame everything but the, everything but themselves. SNAP, if you look at their, uh, their income statement, they have this thing that is disproportionately called stock-based comp. Basically, it's the executives rating SNAP as a piggy bank is what it looks like. So again, SNAP, not good, down like 30% this morning, which is interesting because ads appear to be coming back but not at Snap. Uh, Chipotle. Chipotle was one of those companies I was looking at. I was like, what's going on? Chipotle beat top line, beat bottom line, beat same store sales. Foot traffic was up 7.4%. They opened 121 locations last quarter. Why was I watching Chipotle? Well, first, First off, it's not necessarily a cheap fast food place. I think that is fair. I'm not even sure they'd call themselves fast food. But if you remember McDonald's earnings, I think from Monday, McDonald's highlighted that people were trading down to eating at home. All right, so if you're trading down from McDonald's to eat at home, but Chipotle blows it out, is it just a different consumer base? Is it something else? My guess, my guess, is Chipotle and McDonald's are highlighting what we talked about yesterday or the day before called the bifurcated consumer. The haves and the have-nots. The haves, still shopping at Chipotle, still getting their you know, burrito bowl or whatever they're getting, carne asada. McDonald's, not so much, eating at home. All right, what else? How about Elf Beauty? I will admit to not knowing anything about the company, but darn, they had 85% sales growth. Again, beauty products can often be seen as if you've studied the consumer, is that little item you buy to feel better. It's one of those things that consumers can buy to feel better. Uh, It's a little, it's a couple of bucks. Uh, But again, it uh, had a good quarter. How about Ford? Ford beat top line, beat bottom line, raised forecast, and, and announced a special one-time dividend of 18 cents a share. It looks like Ford's bet on kind of uh, hybrids is paying off, and we're seeing more and more companies dump their investments in EV to go full uh, gas or hybrid. It seems to be going. We still got more earnings because I think it is still telling us a story. How about Sonos? Uh, Sonos, if you don't know who they are, I would call them a high-end consumer electronics. They beat top line and beat bottom line. So again, we are still spending the haves and have-nots. It does appear to be still spending. Uber. Uber beat top line, beat bottom line, and saw double-digit growth. Is this the return to office? Is this still people getting out and about? It certainly seems that way. Again, Uber beat. Roblox, man, another beat. What the heck is going on in the economy? I thought we were supposed to be in a recession. Roblox, beat top line, beat bottom line, and raised guidance. All right, now back to the bifurcated consumer. Yum Brands. Yum Brands is one of those companies you should follow if you want to study the consumer. Why? Because they are the umbrella company for Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. Again, remember the conversation from a few minutes ago, McDonald's and Chipotle. Where does KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut fall? Are they more like Chipotle or are they more like McDonald's? I think it's fair to say they're more like McDonald's. So how did they fare? Well, disappointing, disappointing, sales, uh, same store sales fell and did not hit expectations. So I would argue that, likely, Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut are suffering the same pain as McDonald's, where the lower-end consumer is trading down and eating at home. One more I got came out of China, Alibaba. Alibaba, again, a clear sign of what's going on in the Chinese economy, in my opinion. Weakness, down, did not hit targets, missed expectations. Uh, Had I think it was only a 5% growth where something meaningfully more than that was expected. Again, I go back to our conversation from last week around Starbucks. Again, I think Starbucks is that early indication for what's going on with the Chinese consumer. Again, they had, as I recall, a double-digit miss in China. So I think, once again, Starbucks was the early indication for what's going on in China. We might as well talk about banking crisis 2.0. You've probably heard about it by now. New York Community Bank Corp, their corporate debt was cut to junk by Moody's and others. They are trying to scramble. They're trying to fight. They just appointed a new chairman, uh, but I don't know if it's a little bit too little too late. I do have a question though. This is something I've been thinking about and I haven't voiced. Uh, We probably know by now, but just in case, New York Bank Corp was the was the bank that bought the signature loans. Those signature loans took New York Bank Corp's assets over a hundred billion. hundred billion is an interesting threshold in banking because it, it brings on all of these other, I don't know rules, inspections, things of that nature. I wonder, I really wonder if during the negotiation with the Fed, to buy the signature bank loans if, I do not know this, this is completely wild guess, I wonder, did they get some kind of get out of jail free card if those loans go bad? I don't know. I don't know, right? We have heard, I think it was J.P. Morgan, when they bought First Republic, they did get some kind of guarantees. I don't remember what they were. But but did New York Bank Corp. get similar guarantees? Hence they're taking the losses, and then they will be made whole on the back end? I have no idea. It just feels it feels like a bad look. You buy, you bail, you, you bail the Fed out by buying. Signature loans, which nobody wanted, no one wanted, and now you're suffering because of that? I don't know. We'll see, it'll come out. It will absolutely come out. Uh, the other thing that might be true is New York Community Bank Corp maybe made whole on signature, but what we're seeing is commercial pain in other loans that New York Bank Corp made. That could be, I don't know. But it does, it, just call me skeptical. Just call me skeptical. I wonder if something bigger is going on. All right, now, let's talk about the exciting event. Oh, one more thing, Neil Kashkari. Neil Fed President Neil Kashkari. He is out talking about two or three rate cuts. Again, we are seeing the Fed pretty strictly talking the market down from seven, from six, from five. They're trying to get the market down to three or four cuts is my opinion. Uh, Neil Kashkari is out talking about that today. All right, now for the exciting announcement uh, about February 16th, which is Friday before our event on the 17th and 18th. Ryan Pineda uh, has reached out and said he would like to host an event at his office, a free event, a free event at Ryan Pineda's office, welcoming the One Rental at a Time community to Vegas, uh, anybody else in Vegas can come, obviously. Uh, it'll hold like 200 people or so, 250 he says. So I will put a link below, there is an Eventbrite. It is free, uh, but if you're, if you're coming in early and you want to be a part of the event and start networking early, uh, you can come to Ryan's office. Uh, we will have a few speakers, we're still putting it together. Uh, but I'll put the Eventbrite in the notes below. If you want to come, I would love to see you there. Uh, I think it would be a lot of fun to get the networking started early. So 4 to 6, Friday the 16th. I hope to see you there. Of course, the event on the 17th and 18th, it does have three last tickets. There are three last general admission tickets. Um, but yes, if you want those, uh, you, will, uh, you can get them. I'll put the link below. All right, folks, I hope to see you Friday the 16th. It'll be a great uh, kind of early celebration kickoff and then that will roll into um, the 17th and 18th. Folks, take care of yourself, have fun. Bye.